Hi, I'm Lori, and I want to welcome you to the Awakening Moments podcast. And I'm Rhonda. Lori and I are pastors here in Ottawa, Canada, and we're both wives, moms, and most importantly, daughters and servants of God. And it's our hope and prayer that you would have awakening moments with us as we wrestle through the hard things in life. Lori and I love that we can share our lives with you, so grab your tea or coffee, and let's awaken our hearts together. Um, what do you want to chat about? Um, you, you had, uh, mentioned something a, a, a couple of weeks ago when we were preparing for, uh, Mother's Day. Yeah. Like about, oh, about, we had so much fun preaching together. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was, oh, it was so, so, so fun. Good. Yeah. But I but, honestly think we should pick up on Abigail yeah. and some of the destiny. Right. I think right. there's so much around destiny yeah. and so much what you hear. And I think we, as we were preparing a message, I, we unpacked a few things, even as we were just dialoguing together. That just felt like it was a bit of a revelation for each of us too, to be like, wow, looking back in our lives, just um, moments and situations that present themselves that we had no idea the significance they held. Right. And so I think yeah. just talking a little bit about destiny and how we walk in destiny and how destined moments have right. and continue to happen in our lives. Right. Right. right? But they don't feel destined mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. moment. Right. Like even for Abigail, the story of Abigail, how, you know, she responded probably just maybe even out of fear or out of Mm -hmm. like a sense of wow like this is the right thing to do like I need to do this this is what we should have done in the first place and and but little did she know that it literally changed the trajectory of her life Mm -hmm. you know it transformed where her life was going to go and I don't think she would have imagined that all of that and how that would have unfolded for her Mm -hmm. Um, so those quick decisions that we make that either yeah like they just are the right thing to do um, maybe the hard thing, but the right, right thing to do. Right. But they can really have a tremendous, tremendous effect on our lives. Yeah, they yeah. sure can. And I think sometimes like purpose or destiny seems like such a big word. Right. Like we have to find it somehow. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like you come into a season now you're living your destiny or I've got to find my purpose. Well, God's already told us what our destiny is and our purpose. They're they're intertwined. Our destiny and purpose is to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength and to love our neighbors ourselves. That's the greatest commandment. That is actually our purpose on earth and our destiny. Like our purpose is that and the destiny of how that, I don't know if that's maybe the wrong way. That's our destiny and the purpose is unique to each of us, how that unfolds in our gifting, in our lives, our capacities. But they kind of, if we align to that, that all takes care of itself. It really is. But I feel like sometimes those words can feel so big or feel disappointing. Kind of like I haven't arrived to my purpose or I'm not living my purpose. Well, what is that? It's kind of feels elusive. Like if you're, yes. you're trying to catch it, like yes. you're always chasing yes. it. Yes. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You said something in your message, like a really, really cool line. And I thought, oh my gosh, that is really, really powerful. And you said, Abigail allowed the scars of her history to be the story of her destiny. She allowed the pain of her past to flourish her present her present. Abigail allowed her suffering to become the salvation for her and others. Character allows us to walk daily in destiny. So Mm -hmm. choosing to walk in character allows us to walk daily in destiny. Destiny allows us to walk in destined season and times when they present themselves. And like, that's, that's exactly it. Those destined seasons and those destined times present themselves in unexpected, right? It goes back to that other word that you had about unexpected, in uninspected ways, unexpected places, unexpected times. 
and you you have a choice like you're given a choice a choice of what you're going to do a choice of how you're going to respond and i started to reflect on you know even just some different scenarios that have played out in my own life or scenarios i'm walking out with other people and where you you know you're even on our team or in in my life or in friendship or in relationship like you watch two different people kind of have the same opportunity or the same choice and one takes one you know, one makes one choice and another makes a different choice. And it literally shifts kind of the the direction of their life, the path that they're on for the good or for the bad. Mm-hmm. And it's it's pretty like it's pretty wild because God is fully a hundred percent redemptive every single time. Mm-hmm. And and I think he gives us opportunity after opportunity mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. readjust when we've gone off course of what he has aligned or set up for us. But, um, you know, I think back to even the fall when we had that opportunity to go and receive freedom ministry at another church where, you know, like both of us were kind of like, well, we'll do it. Like, mm-hmm. but we didn't really, we didn't, didn't overly think about it and we also didn't really expect it to be you know like life transforming we thought it would be helpful and maybe beneficial in in some way but we didn't expect kind of what happened but you know it was one of those moments that was a a kind of a small decision it was a choice we could have said yes or no but it literally shifted kind of a path or a trajectory Mm -hmm. of our life it was one of those destined moments that kind of Mm -hmm. shifted and And it's so interesting as I just think about like all that God has done and all that is unfolding in my life as a result of what God did in those moments, in that ministry, in that, you know, in that teaching that we got while we were there and just how everything is kind of shifted and pivoted to, to be able to understand in a way that I've never seen before. I've Mm -hmm. never understood or seen before. And it's, it is, it was one of those destined times most recently Mm -hmm. that, that had an incredible, incredible effect an effect that I know will be life, like lifelong, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it is true that Mm -hmm. there's some destined moments, you know, yeah, you're like, oh, this is a destined moment. I've got to step in here because this is going to make or break. Yeah. But you're saying exactly. I, there's so many destined moments that happen that we don't even know the significance till after. Yeah. There was one season I remember when I was thinking about coming back when I was actually not thinking when God was convicting me to come back into full-time ministry. And I remember sitting in my backyard and that's when God really kind of gave me, I don't want to say a final call, but I feel like what you're saying about God is redemptive in all ways, Yeah. but God had been speaking to me and speaking to me and I was ignoring and mm-hmm. kind of denying. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling this sense of this is like a GPS. I've had multiple times to reroute. Okay. But if I don't reroute now, okay, God will reroute me, but I'm going to have to go a long Mm. distance to have to turn around. And it's going to be a very difficult path. I knew that in my spirit. Oh, wow. And I feel like those, there's moments like that, that now I know that, like when I'm looking back right. at that time, I knew like the Holy Spirit was speaking to me and I could feel how strong that moment was like almost like a, a big call. Like this is not like the final call, but like, hello, like this is coming. Exit is coming. Mm-hmm. But after I look back, I realized that would have been, hmm. I don't know, had I not said yes to God, then I don't know if I'd be on staff at Life Center. I'd probably be in ministry somewhere. Wow. 
but maybe we would have had to move. I don't know what this whole journey would have looked like. I don't know. I would have totally God, I would have redeemed, but it would have been a much harder road. I had this feeling in my right. heart. It would have been, right. but God would have redeemed it. He would have still brought me into ministry, but I wouldn't maybe be where I am right now wow. in the same kind of fulfillment because all those exit points, you know, that's the grace of God. Yeah. Like even those destined moments, like yeah. it's not just always like a one-time break. God knows, mm-hmm. he also knows the mm-hmm. journey, but there are those moments in life when we really have been rejecting the voice of God, mm-hmm. that it comes to that GPS. And I felt that that was wow. a big destined moment for me that now when I look back, I think, I don't know what mm-hmm. this would look like right now. Had I just said, now give me another couple of years. Right. It was what it was supposed to be at the time anyway, but many other seasons in restoring relationships, different things with Jay and I's marriage, parenting, where there's just been something you've just acted on right. and not really like thinking, ah, like the heavens aren't opening or there's this big flash foresight of what's going to happen. You just feel this, like the strong impromptu, you just move on it. And all right. of a sudden you look back, you're like, had I not done right. that or right. had we not had that conversation right. or had we not right. repented or confessed something right. just when we were struggling or going right. through a hard time. Or felt something about our kids and we just had this one conversation or found, just had this feeling and found something. Right. You know, I'm just saying that like found in a book or found like a write, like, I don't know, read a journal. Maybe I've, maybe I've read my daughter's diary maybe (laughs) when she's younger. I don't know where they are, but she probably found out and has it. But I'm just saying all that to say those, those things in your heart. I I read them all the time. (laughs) I hope our girls aren't listening to this. They don't listen. (laughs) Well, Jada does shoot. She does. No. Only if I find it. I don't go looking for <laughs> no, it. No, me if too. If it's out, I'll let's glance through if it's out Seriously, somewhere. if I'm clean making the bed and I happen to <laughs> drop the book open, I may flip <laughs> <laughs> through a few pages. But those, I'm just saying all of those moments mm-hmm. lead into big moments. Mm-hmm. And when you collectively take mm-hmm. all of those, mm-hmm. maybe what we feel is insignificant, right? they do pull into something like huge significance in our lives yeah so okay total side note yeah so cute for my birthday one of my kids said to me um as they were like because they all take time to just you know bless me with words or whatever one of them said to me um you know mom I know sometimes actually all the time we tell you probably more than we should but it's just because you're a safe place and I I was like Oh, like even like they said, like even if it means that we're gonna get in trouble for it, or like more than we should, but we we always feel safe to tell you everything. And I was like, oh, was like, that is so nice. Oh my gosh, I loved it. I was like, oh. so beautiful. Anyways, okay, back to one thing you said a minute ago, though. Um, it may have been easier in some ways. Like I'm just thinking back to the story that you just told about like coming back into ministry and like that moment responding. And in some ways it may have been easier. Easier is probably the wrong word. I don't know. In some ways it was hard to go back to the place where you were. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. in some ways it was probably harder to go back to the place that you left as opposed to like, you know, having this sense of going back into ministry and maybe the dream or idea Mm -hmm. or even the, like, you know, you know, the imagination of 
the what if of this grand story of this new opportunity. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a place you've never been or a place that you, you know, don't have a history or don't have, mm-hmm. you're not bringing any of your past with you. You're not bringing any of like, you know, tensions in relationships or anything like that. Right. In some mm-hmm. ways it was even harder. The fact that God was saying like, do this, but also do this here mm-hmm. and now, you know, then if you would have charted on a path where you weren't someone who was already known or you didn't have that history there. Would mm-hmm. you say that for you looking back or what do you like? I don't, I don't know if you think that, but I just thought like sometimes even as God is kind of presenting mm-hmm. opportunities to us, sometimes the opportunities themselves are, are the harder way mm-hmm. and you may find it another way and you may find it in another place, mm-hmm. but the, the reason God's leading us is because he wants to deal with some of the things that he wants to deal with in the place that you are or in the place that he has established for you. So I don't know if that, I don't that's know if that's really good. Yeah. But that's also your Enneagram three, seven, I think. Oh, what's <laughs> like that? Oh, the excitement of like, yeah, yeah, summer new, summer new. Oh, okay. well, you know, would that I, be for you or no? Well, not so much. Not so much for this. In that, okay, particularly. Okay. Like, I think I, yeah, you okay. and I have lived here for a long time. I always think, mm-hmm. like, for me, it would be like moving to a new house, but not a new city. I love our life here. Yeah. But Life Center was something, I think, when I was thinking back to going to ministry, I actually had given up that I would come back on staff at Life Center. Because I thought, oh, like, I've already been there. They're going to be like, oh, I'm not going to hurt her back. She already mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. You do think that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah right? Yeah. You're For thinking, sure. Yeah. Like, you're a little yeah, bit yeah. more, in, you're, in, you're kind of an unstable <laughs> employee to bring back well, as you've left like, before. Like, yeah, you, well, you just think, no, like, really. yeah, I had my, well, like, I had my shot and I, like, yeah. That's right. So yeah. for me, it was kind of, no, this is a dream. I'm not just saying that because mm-hmm. you, it literally, mm-hmm. it's like since I moved to Ottawa, something mm-hmm. just came in my heart. Now, God knows all things, mm-hmm. but it was like something came in my heart that this was, where my roots were. I hmm. love, love Ottawa. Mm-hmm. I love Life Center. I mm-hmm. love everything about it here. Okay. And <laughs> no, I was just curious. No, I was just curious. But yeah, but that, yeah. but saying that, that's not always the case for every single. Yeah. Like situation. sometimes it is, yeah. you have to spread your wings and go. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah. for sure. I'm not saying yeah, that for, for sure. sure. For sure. But, but in that situation, it was literally like going back into ministry was not even Life Center. It was literally like, I say yes to ministry. Or, and then Life Center didn't wow. happen for another no, eight, no, nine months. Sure. Not yeah. even, it wasn't no, even on no, the radar. Sure. No, no. So at that time, I wasn't even saying yes to Life Center. I was just saying yes to leaving the corporate world to go into ministry. Wow. But that wow. GPS, I knew if I didn't, that it was going to look different and okay. it was probably going to be a harder road back into ministry. Right. And uh, maybe it would have been a couple of years. Maybe it would have been, I don't know. Right. But right. God, God knew and he brought it. Yeah, back here. Wow. Yeah. I've shared that before, though, like bawling in the parking lot for the first year. Every time I pulled in, I just started bawling in my car. It took me like, and you know me, I, I, I don't necessarily cry easily. Not because I don't want to. I really want to cry easily. Because <laughs> it's so sweet. I just don't express emotion through tears that way. But that, it was so deep wow. and so redemptive, the whole circle, to be wow. like, I, I'm here like already that God just redeemed all of that. Wow. But that was a GPS, a destined moment. I, I, I don't necessarily like look back and see as many that 
you know, significant we, yeah. or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we don't have many. Yeah. No. Yeah. But it was all these little things yeah. that led along the way. Yeah. Character behind closed doors. It's all the things it that is. your heart is postured yeah. to just make moves or to do the right thing when yeah. no one's watching yeah. that sets you up for those moments. If they present yourself, you may not in your life have these big moments like that. Like when I'm explaining that, but it wasn't just that moment. It was all the things that God had been already doing to prepare yeah. my heart to be able to take that step that was right. required at that moment. But that's like Abigail. We're talking about like the messengers came to her. Obviously, she had created such a safe place. That probably wasn't common behind their master's back. Oh, yeah. Like when you think about that time. Yeah. So it's all the things she had done. She had, right. Beforehand to create this safe place that the messengers came to her. Right. That she was able to actually move in this epic moment yes, yes but that epic moment wouldn't have happened had those all those other things not happened like right the safety and the just the great whatever she provided for the messengers to feel really close the servants to feel close to her right to be able to say you better do something abigail so obviously she really yeah, yeah. did a lot to cover nabal for many years yeah oh yeah i'm sure that's how <laughs> i'm sure that's how the relationship went with this like mean mean horrible oh, man oh, a movie could be written on that one it would suck though to be married to a mean mean horrible jerky guy eh yeah that would be terrible terrible and back then your property yeah yeah really totally totally oh my wow no it's a good story that was a good story and i loved how you pulled in like the woman superhero (laughs) we love our female superheroes do wonder woman (laughs) oh love love it love 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 it love it totally good eh? totally 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 no but destined moments is true i think if we get too caught up we don't need to get caught up in destined moments we don't need to get caught up like am i gonna miss it what's my purpose what if just obey god stay close to jesus yeah. And you'll catch the destined moments. Yeah. You'll walk in destiny. You'll walk yeah. in purpose. Yeah. And when things open themselves, God, your heart will be postured for it. Yeah. You'll step in. It's so true. You it's don't so have true. to worry about it. Character, mm-hmm. obedience, mm-hmm. like walking in character, which is walking in obedience, obedience to God's word, obedience to the way that God asks us to live. Yeah. Like every time will set you up for those destined moments and for those right choices. They're not they're usually not the easy choice. Mm-hmm. They're usually the harder choice, but mm-hmm. we'll always, always set you up for those destined moments for mm-hmm. sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And God is always redeeming all things. Like he's always making all things new. So even where, you know, there is people mistreating you or where there is people, you know, taking advantage or where there is, mm-hmm. you know, just those, those, those terrible situations, those awful circumstances that we find ourselves in like she would have been in an awful life circumstance that is not a story that anybody Mm -hmm. wants you know to have in their life but God was working a redemption story and he always is like Mm -hmm. he always is working a rescue plan a rescue mission Mm -hmm. a redemptive like redemption in the midst of our story and our circumstance and so operating in character regardless of our circumstance and regardless of how we're treated and regardless of what others do to us mm-hmm. is part of the setup you know for for walking in that but it's so interesting too because even as we open our hearts for God to speak to us about what is going on in our heart and in our life and be honest about that before mm-hmm. the Lord mm-hmm. it's so interesting how um you know we can we're we, we so easily self-deceive even in the midst of it, right? Especially if we're being mistreated in a way that is, you know, obviously wrong. You know, if you told anybody they would, you would be justified in what you think about, mm-hmm. you know, in, mm-hmm. in what's happening, like you'd be justified. But, 
you know, even in those situations, like we do have to walk in character, in godly character and in love. And Mm -hmm. it's so hard because it doesn't feel we just would rather do what David did and try to get revenge. Mm -hmm. Like that's our Mm -hmm. instinct. That's our Mm -hmm. human, right? Our Mm -hmm. We want justice. We Mm -hmm. want justice for being mistreated, but we have to trust that God's working the the redemption story that we need. Totally. Yeah. And that's all part of the destiny. Like that's all part of, that's all part of it, right? Because if we take it into our own hands, then what we do is we take it out of God's hands. Mm. Like we take, you know, his Mm. redemption that he's trying to work on our behalf. Like we take it out of his hands and we take it upon ourselves and it never works out as good as if we leave it in his hands. Never. And look what happened to David. Yeah. Imagine if he had gone, he would have wiped out everyone, including Abigail, who was going to be his future wife. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and had children for him. Yeah. Like literally wiped out. He yeah. would have wiped out. Yeah. A future t- major blessing. A major blessing. In his life. Yeah. Just out of anger. And yeah. that's all of us. Yeah. We can wipe things out. And I love how you said this in your message. Like God always takes care of Nabal's. Not the way we may think or want yes but god always takes care of it he does and that's the trust to say it may not be the way i want but i've trusted you're doing it you're doing it the way it's supposed to be the best way because you're god you know and uh i love that i love that you know even in that when we we talk about our hearts and like when we go through things that are unjust or unfair god's not looking for perfection that's the thing we're not going to do it perfect it's messy it's just like you'll make the wrong decision does that mean now like no, it's, it's about the posture of heart. It's about yeah. that humility because God knew David's heart and God always brings a salvation moment to redeem. Even a, a, yeah. A, like a, um, what's it called? The like ram a, in the thicket. Yeah, that, totally, you know, totally. But like a, yeah, a rescue, like he brings, oh, I forget what it's called too. Like, you know, when you're, te- when you're tempted and he brings a way of escape, like he brings yeah. a way of escape for you yeah. every time. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. David had already made this pledge in front of all of his men. Like he is so and back angry. And too, like it actually, he actually broke the law by going back on his vow. Like it was, it was oh. very serious. Like when you make a vow, because he made a vow that he was going to kill Nabal and all of his, you know, ever, like all of his family and everything. And when you make a vow, like according to the law, like it's a sin to break a vow. You, you have to follow through with it. So, you know, even as you read in, in the, um, in the study, in the study notes, like it it was a very serious thing going back on it, but God actually always says that it's better to break the law to honor God, you know, than to follow through with, you know, the vow that wasn't what God had intended in the first place. Yeah. So there's a perfect example how God knew David's heart. Yes. He knew he was a man after God's own heart. He just made a really dumb decision, Yeah, which we do, but God still has that ram in the thicket. Yes. He'll still bring like that, that mercy moment yes. to say, you can, I'm turning this around right now, Yes, <laughs> you know, in the midst yes. of it. So yes. I love that. That's a beautiful part yeah. of God when our heart is postured with humility. Yeah. Even when we make decisions, God's not looking for perfection because he knows we're yeah. not going to do it perfectly. Yeah. We're going to have those moments that it just spills over our emotions, but God will, as we keep coming to him daily, and that's why we need daily, that daily coming before him because he'll help, he'll help us yeah. through it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Me too. I love it. Really, really good. And I think I have a deeper appreciation for Abigail. Yeah. I've read that story so many times, but yeah. actually preaching about her, I was like, she is not like yeah. talked about enough. Yes. She, and she's no wallflower. 
No. Like she is a mighty woman. She now, if I'd go back though, I yeah. don't know if I'd ride a donkey out. <laughs> A donkey well, in front listen, of 400 men. Listen, it I must was, have been a sign of humility. I know. No, but I was also thinking about it. She probably, a donkeys. I, okay. I don't know much about donkeys. Okay. I'm going to sound like I know about donkeys. I know. But I'm pretty sure donkey, you, the reason you ride a donkey is because you have a lot of cargo, right? Like donkeys oh, yeah, pull okay. and carry like a, tons of stuff and weight. I, I don't know. It sounds <laughs> funny that I'm even saying, cause I have, actually have no idea. I just, I think, I think they do. Does that make sense? I think so. I think it's like, yeah, like they, they pull. They pull and they like. Yeah, not like a horse. No, no, not like a horse. Like I think they, yeah, I think that's why people had and rode donkeys. Man, if I was a donkey, I'd be really Nibon mad was I was a, a donkey, rich, not a rich horse. guy. He was a rich guy. Like yeah. he, they would have had, he would have had, like it wasn't like a matter of money. Yeah. But like she was probably bringing a lot of things, like all yeah, the food with, you know, I know her servants went ahead, but I don't yeah. know, she probably was bringing stuff. I don't know. But I know the donkey is just funny. <laughs> There's certain things to say that she goes out on a donkey and yeah. I'm just picturing her showing up on a donkey with like 400 warriors on their probably stallions like oh my gosh and they're oh. like like David's they're called mighty men oh and they were they were like epic the outcasts so yeah like so they were all the outcasts yeah like a rough crew rough. they were like outlaws yeah. <laughs> she's on a donkey I'm like at least be on a stallion that runs fast just in case <laughs> like you're not getting far like if david didn't turn around she's done like at least i'd be on like a fast have you you watched frozen 2 yet Lori? i watched it right like why why a horse like that like come on elsa on the horse on the water no amazing did you did you love that i loved it but you know shadow fax is my favorite in lord of the rings (laughs) The white, like the king of the horses. Oh, oh anyway, like, but anyways, that, oh, that struck me so funny when I was reading that story, but maybe it was because of the cargo. I don't know. But otherwise, no. I would have sent a servant on with that donkey and I would have been like, I'm taking the nice stallion. <laughs> you, you'll be slaughtered. At least I can try to get away. <laughs> <laughs> Fast on the horse. Oh, that gosh. That's awesome. That's I know. So, but so it's good. a good story. Yeah, yeah. It's a great it a story. Good. Yeah. It was a really good story. It was a really, it's a really powerful story and true. Like, so, so true. We just, we never, ever, ever know. So our eyes have to be open. Like, our eyes have to be open for those opportunities and for those decisions. And we have to have humility in the midst of it, right? Like, when we get it wrong, yeah, just to be able to literally, like, drop to our knees and, you know, ask God, you know, to forgive us and ask God for that redemption, for that redemption story to unfold. Because he's, he is, he's got it. Like, he does have it. He does have it. And I know I have to remind myself of it because I get frustrated and I get caught up in the people stuff. Like yeah. I can get caught up in it and then it kind of takes up space and energy and, and I forget sometimes to just go to my knees yeah. and just give it to the Lord. And, and I think, yeah, I know. I love that. And the last thing I, I just want to say about that, like the discipline of practicing, I was reading the devotion today, but pinpoint obedience. I love the way that said, like, it's, mm. it's like practicing the discipline of listening to that prompting mm. over and over and over, like being in a place that as mm. soon as you sense something, you act on it. Right. You know, it, I'm talking about in a good way spiritually. Yeah, 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 Not yeah. just like, I want that bag of chips. I'm talking about like, <laughs> you know, that yeah, those promptings. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. as you yeah. practice that right. discipline, it becomes like, it actually becomes that place of a posture of heart. Right. Of that quick obedience that you might be like, is that God? Just be like, okay, I'm going to call that person, text that person, repent of this, right. confess this, right. not do that, turn this off. Right. 
even the show you start to watch and you get that little feeling yeah turn it off you don't yeah. know what like totally all of it yeah or like i want it god i want he wants to spend time with it, whatever it may yeah. be yeah. that pinpoint obedience that you start to pinpoint that part of your heart i loved how it talked about that being a discipline yeah that becomes like a lifestyle mm-hmm. and i think that is how you walk in destiny right is literally walking in obedience is right. destiny they right. are walking in obedience is walking in destiny okay. that's what it is love that yeah love that i believe that's that. so good so good so yeah that's awesome i think it's great laura yeah yeah really good i know all right all right what's our ending i, I was forget. just <laughs> gonna say it's been a while i think i was actually as you were talking i was like oh what's my ending um, i remembered it hold on it has to do with our words i know i know um i know oh, mine, yeah, god has complete confidence <laughs> yeah. god has complete confidence in you i'm still studying confidence i am i'm on boldness i just finished boldness today oh, oh it's so good it's so, so good. good yeah but god has complete confidence in you and so remember that remember that honestly if you're listening remember that in your situation whatever it is like god when he sees you he has complete confidence in you and he's already made a way he's already made a way so walk in it walk Mm -hmm. in it open your eyes and let him show you Mm -hmm. and walk in it so good Mm -hmm. and you are crowned as a daughter of the king amen amen so good thanks for joining us bye bye We hope you enjoyed the podcast today. It would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a review. You can follow us on Instagram at Awakening Moments Podcast, and you will find Lori and I at Lori Eitz Boucher and Rhonda.Corto. We'd love to connect with you.